0: Hola mi gente, this is Soy Chingona, um, also known as E-Marie. I wanted to put up a little um, episode bonus um, from an event that I did this past Saturday in San Isidro. Um, I was a part of the Healing Our Hearts event put on by California Latinas for Reproductive Justice. And I was asked to be a guest storyteller. And it was beyond amazing to be a part of that event and be able to share my story um and also to have the support of my husband and my Bobby was there also um he's not one that shows up to a lot of these types of things so it was really special to have both of their support there um because this is the first time that i had opened up in a space like that um, talking about the journey that my husband and I took on trying to have a baby. Um so I wanted to um we did have it live on my Instagram um, on Soy Chingona 2018 as the handle, um, but of course when you do the live video, it's only up for 24 hours, and I feel like this needed to reach, uh, my podcast audience, um, so I wanted to read, um, the story that I had shared, um, that day, so excuse me if I get a little emotional, um, I tend to do that when I do these bonus episodes that are just raw of me and my emotions um but i'll share with you um and read it um it goes i'm a latina that found my strength and my vulnerability that is why i started my podcast soy chingona but before that adventure started about two years ago i had a blog called oh baby My husband and I were going through the journey of trying to conceive in our 30s. I never heard anybody talk about the struggles of trying to make a baby. Everyone around me just had kids and almost everyone I knew didn't even have to try. And if they did, well, we never knew because it was something that wasn't talked about. I felt like I had no one that related with me on this journey. Both my younger sisters were moms already and my mother had me at 20, so they had no idea what I was experiencing. I faced a lot of depression during this time. Even though I have an incredible partner, he couldn't relate with all the pain and anxiety that I was going through. I felt very alone. Starting the blog was my therapy. Writing helped me release some of that pain, but not all of it. And later I had to go through a lot of spiritual healing to overcome the trauma this process caused myself. When we started seeing a fertility doctor, we had no idea what we were about to enter. Assuming that I was the one with the issues because, let's face it, society paints this nasty picture of women always having the issues when it comes to conceiving. I started taking tons of vitamins, changing my diet, eating lots and lots of avocados, Working out and watching my alcohol intake. My sister must have offered to carry a child for me at least six times during this process. I couldn't even plan out vacations because I could be pregnant at that time. My whole world stopped, and all I could do was focus on babies and not in a healthy manner. And by the way, When you see the commercials that show a couple lying in bed and how magical it is when they start talking about planning to have a family and how romantic sex is during this time, well, I'm here to tell you it's a bunch of bullshit. It becomes work on both sides, mentally, emotionally, physically, just draining. After rounds of testing and many sleepless nights, we found out that my husband had a condition with his sperm called morphology and we had less than a 3% chance of having a baby naturally. We were faced with discussions of how we would create a family because that seemed to be the next step in our love story. It wasn't about us, it was about growing our family. We also felt very guilty because my sister-in-law never had interest in having children. So how would we give my in-laws a grandchild? we felt that the pressure was on us. We had very rough conversations of the options that we would be faced with. Series of IUI, which would be a very painful process and a lot of money we didn't have. And of course, no guarantees that it would actually work. Or we could look at adoption and that could be a very beautiful or very exhausting road to travel. We both agreed that a donor felt very wrong and selfish for us and our journey. Through all of this, the thing that crushed my heart the most is when my husband told me he was fearful that I was going to leave him because he couldn't give me the one thing I always wanted, which was to become a mother. Then I had to face the challenge as a Latina woman, as well as a wife, to question if motherhood was something I even wanted. I never got all warm and fuzzy when I saw babies. I was the oldest child and the oldest grandchild. And yes, I did think I was born to be a caregiver, but what did the words caregiver and mother really mean to me? My whole life, I believed that being a mother was the only thing that could make me a real woman. You'll know unconditional love one day, Miha, when you become a mother. But if that wasn't my fate, that meant I would never understand that kind of love. Story of my life was being deprived of a love that I deserved. I began to understand that I had been conditioned to want to be a mother. I was brainwashed into thinking that at a young age, my purpose was to find a man, a nine to five job, and raise my children and watch them repeat the cycle. That life wasn't meant for me. Maybe I'm not a caregiver, but I know now that I am a survivor and a healer. After two years, we are still working through the reevaluation of our life, a life with just him and I. That's why I chose him as a partner because I wanted him and I forever. I didn't pick him, so that i could settle i didn't pick him because all i saw was the father he could be one day i picked him because he was the i picked him because he was the first man in my life to show me the meaning of love and respect We're not really set on adoption, maybe one day in the future, like 10, down, 10 years down the road, if that's what we desire. We are focused on loving and supporting each other through our new adventure, adventures in life. Yes, I do believe in miracles, and if one day we have that miracle baby, we will be very grateful for that gift of creating life. But if that's not in our cards, we are forever grateful for each other. I found this really important to share with you because I haven't shared a lot on my podcast about this journey um, that him and I had faced and we still face today. Um, I did mention on my Instagram before that the people around us tend to struggle with not knowing how to react to us um, because of this, meaning people who are having... um, babies and baby showers and gender reveals and birthday parties for their children and i want to state again that when my husband and i do not show up to something it is not to be taken personal Uh, try to put yourself in our shoes and i know that's very difficult because it's hard to understand the struggle that we've gone through unless you've been through it yourself. But it is important to know that we love you, and we are happy for you, and this is just something that is still very difficult for us. Um, Also, like I said before, when I had my blog, um, that was therapeutic for me to share what I was going through. Um, But my husband's healing process is a lot, um, it's going to be a lot longer of a process for him. um, Because... He deals with his emotions very differently than I do. Um, And I don't think he's even started on this healing journey for him. And I can't imagine what he actually feels inside um, going through this. Um, So again, I just felt like this was necessary for me to share and put it out there on my podcast. Um, I will be actually taking that blog and I'm working on it right now to bring to a print version. to share. So hopefully I'm working on that right now with an editor and hopefully I can get that out um, by this summer um, just to help more women um, work through these type of issues and not feel so alone in the process. So thanks for listening. Um, I appreciate you listeners taking the time to always let me um, talk about my personal things that I go through in my life. Um, I'm so used to sharing other people's stories, um, that I do think in between it is important for me to take a breather and share, um, my own struggles and my own, um, things that I face in my personal life. Um, because again, I don't believe that I can keep asking people to share and open up if I am not willing to do the same. So again, thank you for listening and until next time, fist up chingonas.